Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 27 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of June 4th, 2018. I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my wonderful co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm really pumped about this topic. Also, I ordered some room spray that is supposed to smell like the Beach and Yacht Club lobby on Etsy, and it truly does. And I love it so much. So I just sprayed it <laughs> all over my room. So I could smell Beach Club while we record. Oh, <laughs> so I'm really awesome. pumped about that. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm sitting in a meeting room at work and it smells like, uh, I don't know, not pleasant. Work. <laughs> it smells like work, yeah. <laughs> oh, how's the fam? Uh, we're good. Finishing up school. We're, uh, we're on the last week of school for both kids and then uh, summer begins. Okay. And um, yeah, they're looking forward to it summer in northern california must be pretty fun it's getting there yeah i mean the weather is getting nice <laughs> holy cow we were we hit uh what 80s last week and it's kind of leveled off to mid to high 70s which is beautiful and uh, that's perfect for me sign yeah, me up it's perfect it's great weather especially where i'm at there's a lot of hiking locations it's great weather to hike in See, hike, you know, when people use the term, you know, man, it's a hike to get up there. It seems pretty negative to me. So hiking doesn't sound so fun to me. <laughs> well, growing up in Northern I California, hiking it. is like awesome to me. I mean, it's like, okay. I know there's but, a lot of hiking trails around here because, you know, we live close to the Smoky Mountains and a lot of people love to do that. But you know me, I love the great indoors. Sure, sure. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm with you. I mean, yeah. If I didn't have kids, I don't know if I'd ever go out. I go out because I want to make sure they see the world. But uh, Same, uh, same. Yeah. I don't want my daughter to be an indoor girl. I want her to love the outdoors. So I make sure that I go outside with her often, and I don't let her know that I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. It's good parenting. <laughs> sure. Pro tip. There okay, so right. what are we talking about? Tonight, on we... This? are going to talk about attractions at Disney parks, not in the U.S. that we wish were closer. And how much fun did you have researching for this? I had a lot of fun. I actually did some of it uh, with my with my youngest daughter, who is a Disney fanatic. I mean, she probably knows more. She should be doing a podcast. I think she knows more about this stuff than I do at this point. She lo- When she has uh, you know YouTube screen time, we give them YouTube screen time on the weekends, she uses that a lot most of the time to watch uh, like ride videos and attraction videos and, and, and whatnot at all the various parks. And, and uh, I started watching some the other night, and she sat out next to me, and she's like, oh, oh, I know this one. Oh, after this one, we have to go to this one. Go look at this one. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I love it. That is That has been a blast for me, and I can't wait to talk about our faves. Um, I think we should go park by park because I imagine we'll have some overlap 
And that way we can sort of separate them out that way. Yeah, I think we'll have a lot of overlap. So I think we'll just kind of go down our lists and just talk about them. Let's start in Europe. Okay. Let me know one of the ones at Disneyland Paris that you would love if it were closer. Okay. Let's see here. Let me look at my list. Uh, So this is an interesting one. And I I had no idea that this one existed until I listened to uh, our friend uh, Matt and Kevin's podcast of 3028. The La, I'm going to say this wrong, La Tanière du Dragon. Yeah. This is an audio animatronic dragon. It's located under the castle. It sleeps. It wakes up. It roars. It is. It looks awesome. I had no idea it was underneath there, and I think it's such a great idea to have that. I think it's genius too. Like, you got that giant castle. They have tons of space under there. Why not stick a dragon in a cave? Why, I mean, <laughs> why not? I mean, what an awesome idea. And it's scary. It's not like a you know Pete's dragon moment. It's not Elliot. No. It's this is a this is a scary dragon that like you said he roars and growls he's loud um but beautiful and the caverns under there look so so pretty it really does it it was gorgeous uh i watched the video on it i like i said i had no idea it existed uh i i want to go see it i i think it would be awesome if they did something like that in some of the other parks um especially well in disneyland right you've got sleeping beauty's castle you can have the dragon uh, underneath it that'd be kind of neat right maleficent under there man that would be incredible disneyland has basically zero space for any of that but let's make it <laughs> let's make some space dig a hole um, <laughs> dig a hole <laughs> yeah and i think the translation for that mean let le, le du dragon i think that means the den of the dragon can you say that, say that one more time i don't know what i'm saying you, you sounded so awesome um, I think it's La Tanière du Dragon. Perfect. I, I, you know, I'm sorry to the French and the French Canadians, <laughs> but um, that's as close as we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot better than what I said. So. <laughs> um, okay, I have one that is also located in Disneyland Paris Park. And this one, on the surface, looks kind of boring, but I think it's... Super cute. And this is called Alice's Curious Labyrinth. Mm. This is a walkthrough attraction. It's basically a hedge maze that's themed around Alice in Wonderland. And you are walking through the story. So there are different characters throughout. They're, they're not really animatronics. They're just kind of like moving figures. And music. And you're walking through a maze. And you end at the Queen of Hearts castle. You get to actually walk up into the castle and explore. You get a cool view of the park up there. And I just think it's adorable. And it's a great, like, people eater. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's like, it's just really pretty. I agree. I was looking at this one as well. And it, it it's adorable. It's a nice little thing. You could have some fun in with your kids. Okay. What else you got? All right. So uh, the U.S. Park, I think almost all the parks have this ride, but I really like Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland Paris. I like the fact that it's on an island. That's so cool. And I know we already have them. However, I like this one. You know, the queue looks okay, but I like the fact you get on your train, you go underground, and then you come back up on this island and you ride around an island in the middle of this lake. 
I mean, that's to me <laughs> pretty pretty awesome. That's so fancy. So if you could replace Big Thunder at Disneyland with Disneyland Paris's version, you would. Um. Yeah, I think I would. Yes. Okay. I, I sort of did that on a lot of these too. There are some attractions that I was like, wow, that version is way better. I would totally replace it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Absolutely. This one is the Ratatouille, the adventure ride. It is actually coming to Epcot. We don't know if it's going to be the exact same attraction. So I don't know exactly how they're going to theme it, but I really love that attraction at Disneyland Paris. It's got the trackless system. It's got 3D elements, so you are wearing 3D glasses, but then it has practical animation as well. So it kind of reminds me of like Spider-Man at uh, Universal in that it has both, but this is much more tame, of course. And I do like the trackless system just like the Luigi's Tires ride. What's it called now? I don't even remember. Uh, that's a great question. My kid and I were talking about that last night and we couldn't remember. I and mean, if we failed to look it up, oh man. It's okay. But it's the same thing. It uses the local positioning system. So uh, they can sort of choreograph the ride vehicles. They're not going, you know, just forward, back, side to side. They can go in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that ride looks like fun. I'm really looking forward to it in Epcot. I, and I love that movie. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. They haven't announced if it will be the same. Will Have they? No, they haven't. Hmm. They just said a, a Ratatouille-themed attraction is coming to Epcot. And that part of the park needs something. So I'm excited. Uh, by the way, it's Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters. Rollickin' Roadsters. Okay. Yeah, it's the Rollickin' part I couldn't remember. No, I could, No, I wasn't even close when I was thinking of that. <laughs> so for me in Disneyland Paris, those were like the main three. And then I had some sort of... Uh, ones that I thought looked better than what I have here in Disneyland on my coast. And one in particular is Dumbo. Now, it looks like the same ride. However, the pictures and, and videos I saw in Paris, I love the fact that it's very open. Like, it's not, you don't have like the hedges next to it like you do in Disneyland where it feels like you're kind of shoved in this little corner. Um, it has the water feature. Like they're embarrassed by Dumbo. around it. Yeah. <laughs> I, anyway, I like the way their Dumbo uh, looks, uh, its environment and the area that it's in a lot more than the one in Disneyland. Okay. Um, there are a few more that I really thought were super cute. One of them is called Cinemagique. Did you watch any of that? No, I missed that one. So this is a, it's a show and it's a film. It's a, it's a Martin short film and it, he's traveling through movies over time and it's hilarious. It was so cute. Um, and I love a show. I love, you know, an area where I can go sit down, chill, especially if it's funny. I thought it was adorable. And I mean, it's, it was a lot funnier than the Canada video. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like the best Martin Short video. <laughs> it's Martin Short. You can't lose. We love Marty. Um, and Mickey and the Magician, which looks similar to uh, Mickey and the, is it the Magical Map? Is that what it's called in yeah. Disneyland? Mm -hmm. It was like a larger scale. Um, it's Mickey is trying to become a musician. Uh, musician, that too. Magician. And he is... <laughs> experiencing all this through major Disney films. And a lot of them are like the golden age films. So he's um, going through Lion King and um, you know, they throw Frozen in there. And it's just a large scale, big 
huge stage, really great performers, and that show looked awesome to me. Oh, um, man. See, I, I didn't watch the shows. I failed. No, it's okay. And then the last thing, they have a studio tram tour. Mm-hmm. And I just love that they still have Catastrophe Canyon. Yeah. Like, that would just be <laughs> nostalgic for me sure. to go there and, and do Catastrophe Canyon. I don't necessarily need it back here, but it's kind of like how, you know, Toad is on the West Coast and I always know it's there. And it just makes me happy to know that if I want to experience Toad, I can go there. I'm glad that if I want to experience Catastrophe Canyon, I know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only I only did Catastrophe Canyon uh, when it was at Disney World. I did it once. I did the Studio tra- Tram Tour once. And it was fun, but like I have no nostalgia for it. Got it. Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, it's not, it's not something that's incredibly thrilling or super exciting now, but... It was exciting for me yeah. at one point. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. There, you know, we all have those little things that we get attached to, uh, based on our experiences at the parks, and they're all different, which is really cool. It's one of the reasons why I like talking to a lot of people who have different experiences. Okay, now where are we headed? Uh, let's see. Let's we're leaving uh, Europe. We're getting oh, on a long, long, super long flight, and where are we going? <laughs> let's go to Tokyo. Let's go to Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, this has the highest number of wants for me. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll let you do all talking because I've got two main ones that I really, really liked. Oh, okay. Um, um, go. Okay, so uh, for me, uh, for Tokyo Disneyland, one that I, that I really liked watching the video on and it, it really, it, it's one of my favorite, it is my favorite Pixar film. This is Monsters, Inc. Ride and Go Seek. <gasps> yes, that's on mine too. I loved awesome. it. Awesome. Right, it is so unique. So it is a, a an adventure through the Monsters Inc. Very similar. I felt it was very similar to the Monsters uh, Monsters Inc. ride in Disney's California Adventure. You get yes. these cars, and you're going through, and you're seeing a story play out in in scenes like you would a dark ride. However, you have flashlights, and you shine them on things in the scene, and then things happen when you light them up. So it was a very much like a combination of. A dark ride plus like the you know um the arcade shooting the shooting arcades right where you're you're sort of making things happen not with a gun but with a flashlight exactly and the uh, the vehicles look like toy story midway mania vehicles they do they absolutely do but they're painted blue love it um my yeah. daughter would flip over this oh getting same to here. use a flashlight I mean, having any sort of job, any sort of task is super fun for all kids. (laughs) Um, So I think that's such a nice touch. I agree. I love, I'm a huge fan of these interactive, you know, attractions. Buzz Lightyear is the other one that comes to mind right away. uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, where, you know, you're not, you're not passive in, in the attraction. And I absolutely love that. And I hope they do more of that. And I hope they bring those mechanics into more attractions uh, in the States. Uh, Another one in Tokyo Disneyland Park that looked super cool to me was Pooh's Honey Hunt. Uh-huh. Um, so this is very similar to the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh that we all know and love, except this is also a trackless system. So it uses the local posi- positioning system. All the rooms are just giant in this. And all the effects are just next level. It's just a much better version of the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so I would definitely replace what we have with this. I would love that. 
I agree. That was the other one that I had on my on my list. Um, uh, these the, again, these trackless systems open up the door for some pretty exciting little uh, you know experiences inside of a dark ride, for example. Um, where you know, one of the things I absolutely loved in this ride when they when you see the honey pots dancing around in sort of a ballroom area. You know, with the music yes, playing, and, like I mean, the heffalumps and woozle scene. Yeah, it was awesome. And I was thinking of the Winnie the Pooh ride at Disneyland, which I do like. Um, and thinking if they had something like that in there, it would make that ride a hundred times better. And it's it, right now, I like the ride. I can't imagine having more of that in there. Uh, it would send me over the top. It would be sweet. Um, I had one one more at that park. Okay. Um, and it is their nighttime parade. It's called the Electrical Parade Dreamlights. Uh-huh. Um, I, we all know I don't love parades, but I do like a nighttime parade. <laughs> and that nighttime parade looks like the best one I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and I've seen some of Paint the Night online. I hope to see it in person this fall, if it's still around. Um, you know, I've seen Spectral Magic. I've seen Main Street Electrical Parade on both coasts. And this... Electrical Parade Dreamlights. Wow, it is gorgeous. It starts with the with the nasty, you know, Electrical Parade music that I don't love. Um, but then it quickly oh, moves. I know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but then it quickly moves into some more orchestral pieces that fit with each of the different floats. I mean, there's a really awesome um, tangled float with the lanterns on the side. I mean, it's just everything's giant and gorgeous and fancy. And I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, nighttime parades are pretty special. Uh, you know, electrical the the Main Street Electrical Parade was really special to me as a kid. Paint the Night is absolutely amazing and probably the only parade I'll wait for. Um, yeah, we love that parade. Um, yeah, so okay, I mean, that's a great choice. Parades are are awesome when they're at night and they're all lit up. Um, before we move to the next park. Uh, my daughter twisted my arm to make sure I mentioned two attractions for her, which I completely disagree with, but you know, it's my kid. Okay. I, gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make her yeah. come true here. Her, so, her points are valid. So her, her absolute favorite character in the whole wide world is Stitch. Okay. <laughs> she has Stitch pillowcase, Stitch sheets, Stitch blankets, Stitch plushies. She would Stitch love on the, wall. the Asia parks because they so, love exactly. Stitch. Exactly. And so when we were going through this, she made me, she made me, <laughs> my 12-year-old, uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room with Stitch. Uh, she never saw that one at Disney World. She has no idea what that's about. And Stitch Encounter, which she did do at Disney World and absolutely loved because it had a giant Stitch in it. Oh, Lord. I mean, yeah, no. bless her I don't heart. I mean, I'm glad she loves it. Obviously, <laughs> enough of the people who visit that park love it, you know, to keep it running. So, you know, go for it. It's just not for me. <laughs> not, not for me either. But uh, I had to mention those. Well, good. Okay, let's move on to uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, which, oh. oh man, looks like one of the most beautiful places in the whole wide world. Let me tell you, right? Holy just cow. the ambiance itself. Like I wouldn't even have to go on one attraction. I could just walk around and stare for days and be completely happy. Um, I I agree. I mean, oh man, and the popcorn. So I hear there's like different flavored right? popcorn everywhere. Oh my they, gosh. The Asian parks, they know what's up with popcorn flavors. They're harder to find stateside. 
you know, we're we're not really into it. There's only like a couple of places I could find flavored popcorn in Walt Disney World, and I tear it up. So I would love to go and try all the popcorn over there. You know, they may get there. I mean, in Disneyland, they've got you know all these flavored churros coming out now, and maybe they'll move on to popcorn. I don't know. Oh, but, I hope uh, so. Like, there's never a time where I don't want popcorn. <laughs> I hear you. So My weird. wife is a huge. Uh, popcorn bucket collector and most of the buckets that we get her are from uh from uh tokyo disney sea oh they have the coolest popcorn buckets man the merch there is just so awesome oh it is such cute stuff love it all right so what's what do you got what's first attraction you have number one for me journey to the center of the earth oh good choice did you watch this video i did okay so love obviously it's all themed around the Jules Verne novel and it's on the same ride system as Test Track and Radiator Springs Racers but obviously the theme is going to be journeying to the center of the earth there's you know creatures and seismic activity and huge animatronics and really cool musical score and it's like a little bit scary but not really that scary and also thrilling and just stunning so yeah that's definitely on my list yeah that one looked awesome uh <laughs> I, I you described it perfectly it looked awesome i love the theming i love the rawness of it it's almost like a, a uh i'll just go with roller coaster but it's not a roller coaster but it's it's a fast attraction that goes in and out of you know the mountain and all that kind of stuff right um it just looks so unique. Something we definitely don't have here in the States. Yeah, we watched that video, I think, three times last night. Yeah. <laughs> I've already, really I already have a list of videos that I'm going to force my husband to watch. And he is going to be annoyed with me, but I'm going to make him watch it anyway. So that maybe he'll really want to go visit one of these parks someday. <laughs> maybe I can convince him. Okay, now give me another one that you saw at Tokyo Disney Sea that you were like, ah, I want that here. Well, I like these. these. This is, I mean, it's not really uh, like a super big attractive, but I love the uh, the big city vehicles they have sort of roaming around Main Street, their, their Main Street area and whatnot. They're like old like trucks that people can sit in and open aired like trucks that kind of look steampunky. They have like these big brass um, mechanics on the outside. I don't know if you saw any of those. But they, um, they, no, they kinda, I didn't. They kind of they kind of roam around the waterfront. Uh, they're supposed to be like, you know, early 20th century New York style things. But like one that I remember seeing was like a truck. This woman's driving, and it's got like it looks like an old like I don't know 20s truck, and it's got like the the squeeze horn on the side. Ah, and it looks like fun. miniature what would be gas headlights, um, and then in the back you you sit or you stand up. Looks like your sit, um, but it looks like an old crate truck. Um, pretty neat. Like I just love the styling of the stuff. So like I'm a big fan of the vehicles on Main Street in general in Disneyland, Same. like the omnibus and the horse horse drawn carts. And, and this kind of falls into that. Too. Yeah, exactly. And this falls into that. It's really unique. It's the kind of cars or trucks that you don't see in the United States. So uh, anyway, I like those. That is a good selection. Um, okay. Another one that I would love if it were somewhere here is 20,000 Leagues. And 20,000 Leagues is not the 20,000 Leagues of yesterday, <laughs> the way that this is themed at Tokyo Disney Sea. It is, uh, it's faster paced. The submarines are smaller vehicles, so it doesn't take you know 20 minutes to load and unload them. 
and I I love how there are so many practical effects mixed with special effects in this attraction. It's just really pretty, and it just it takes you to another world. It's I don't like this word very much because it's overused, but it is very immersive. <laughs> um, so I'm all for that. Yeah, we watched the video of that one, too. I was torn on that one because yeah. it looked really immersive. Um, but I don't know. I wasn't, like, blown away by it. Like, the theming was kind of cool, but it, it felt a little aged uh, to me. Um, yeah. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I think it's definitely a cool ride. It might be a nice replacement for a submarine ride somewhere or an addition. Um, but in general, I'm not huge fans of the sub rides either. So I know. I, I like the idea of them until I start waiting in the queue and I have to load and unload. And I'm like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. It takes too long. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of them. The, and these look more like pods. So um, they looked, you know, smaller, a little bit easier to access. Yeah, they look like they only held maybe like four to six people. Yeah, like a gondola system. They're tiny. And it looks like, yeah, my daughter was trying to explain to me in her, her cute little way, it was like how she figured out that it, they're trying to make you feel like you're underwater, but they do things in the window and you're not really underwater and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It was really neat. It was cool. But it, yeah, it's a nice little thing. And it's a, it's a hanging track system similar to Peter Pan. Love it. I think it's cute. Cool. Um, let's see. I like the theming of this next one. It's called Raging Spirits. It's like a, it's a kind of like a mini coaster. Um, where it looks like it's very Aztec-y and you're going through an Aztec temple, but it's all outside, almost like a mouse coaster. And you're sitting in these mine uh, trains, kind of like, it reminds me of like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the little mine trains that they were in. Cute. <laughs> um, and it, it looks really fun. Um, it's it's very, uh, it, like I said, it's outside. It almost remind. it kind of reminds me of um, the Seven Dwarves mine train ride, any very small way. Uh, combined with maybe something you might see at Universal, like there's smoke, there's actually, it goes upside down. Um, it looks like just a, a really fun experience, uh, but it, and it also looks well-themed. Uh, so, yeah, Raging Spirits. Well, that's neat. And then I have one more at Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. And this one is a basic attraction, but I want it here. And it is the Caravan Carousel. It's a double-decker carousel. I mean, how cool is that? Oh, that's awesome. Right? It's gorgeous, you know. And Tokyo has some weather issues, so a lot of their attractions are indoors. So the way they have this carousel sort of encased <laughs> in two levels with a pretty brickwork on the outside, it just looks so pretty and so neat. And could you imagine being on the second level of a carousel and, you know, seeing the park? I just think that's so cool. It is neat, and it is a beautiful building. It's in it almost. It's very like an Aladdin, Jasmine Palace type building. Uh, it's what it reminds me of, anyway. Um, okay, I got one more as well, and okay. um, not a very fast attraction, but again, comes back to you know, it's it's kind of a brother sister of the Main Street vehicles. This is the v Venetian gondolas. So you know, Disney Tokyo Sea is the big part of the view that you see is a big lake and and. It's got waterways, and so very similar to uh, 
you know, Venice, or if you go to Las Vegas and go to the Venetian, they have these big gondolas uh, that you can kind of tour tour around. But yeah, you can tour around uh, the river, the the lake, and the river uh, waterways um, uh, there, and it just it looks absolutely beautiful. I mean, the views, you know, you get the views of the of the big volcano mountain there, and it's just absolutely stunning. So I mean, that looks like it would be a a nice fun experience. Again, similar to like Main Street uh, Main Street vehicles. I love it. Okay, we have two more parks to visit. Hong Kong and Shanghai. Where are we going next? Uh, let's go to... That's a good question. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's go to Shanghai. Okay. Okay, some of these look so stinking awesome to me. Give me one that you loved well, at Shanghai. Well, the obvious one for me is the, the Tron roller coaster. The yes. Tron Light Cycle Power Run, presented by Chevrolet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so did they announce that it's going to be the same exact ride? They did. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing is absolutely stunning. First of all, I'm a huge Tron fan. Tron is one of the original um, inspirations for me to get into computers. That When I saw that movie, I was blown away, and I've probably seen it a thousand times um, when I was a kid. I absolutely loved it. So the fact... Uh, and then I like the, the the second one that they did not too long ago. Uh, I was hoping they'd, they'd sort of do a third one, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But, you know, you get on this ride, you get in there, it's, you know, it's the lighting is spectacular. It's blue and eccentric and, you know, very Tron-like. Um, you know, the cars are like the, the trains. The thing that got me in the trains were super long. Like it feels like there's so many rows of, of cars and you sit two by, you sit basically two to a row. But... You're not like in a regular roller coaster seat. They're more Tron motor. They mimic the Tron motorcycles, and so uh, the the seats look similar. They felt similar to me, like to the flight of passage vehicles, except you've got this thing on your back that kind of keeps you in place. But you're kind of hunched over a little bit, like you would be a motorcycle. Um, it looks uncomfortable. I hear it's not. Uh, it looks super smooth. You take off just like you do in California Screaming and Rock and Roller Coaster with a propulsion system. Uh, it takes you inside and outside. Um, the inside reminded me a lot of Rock and Roller Coaster. It's dark with a lot of neon things happening. Uh, had some really, really spectacular looking projections alongside of the track as you rode through. The soundtrack sounded great. Uh, overall, I mean, this is something I really want to ride. I am so stinking pumped about this. The first one on my list is actually, uh, I wept the first time I watched this. What? <laughs> because I thought it was so neat. I was like, why does this not here? Why don't we have this? And I know. It's it's dumb that I cried. But um, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean battle for the sunken treasure. Also, why did I say Caribbean instead of Caribbean? <laughs> It's okay. I don't think it. Uh, it matters some, but not all. That was so weird. Um, where did that come from? This is pirates times a million. <laughs> um, it it starts with elements of the pirates attractions that we know and love on in the states, and there is a blue bayou type restaurant that you're floating through, and then you are approached by captain jack sparrow and um you move through some other practical effects until you get to some 
giant screens to where it looks like you're, you know, floating underwater around ships. You're seeing, you know, monsters. And then ultimately it's a big battle scene between a couple of large ships and um, they then the then the boats are pushed backwards and the ride is over. I mean it's but it's just the scale of this is insane. It looks like this cost you know like a billion dollars to make. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it looks so expensive and so cool. I mean it's like an epic film that you're watching when you're watching this. So I was just in shock because I didn't know what to expect the first time I watched it. I thought I was just watching pirates. I just wanted to see their version. And then I was just gasping like, oh, what is happening? Oh my goodness. This is so cool. I love this. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I was all about it. That's yeah. I did not, I hesitated to put this one on my list and I agree with you. I think it's absolutely awesome. I got super like picky about it, I think, because I've seen the video a bunch of times already. One of the things that I loved that my daughter really wanted to watch over and over and over again was the Jack Sparrow moment where he's, it's like the skeleton and then it turns into Jack Sparrow. She was right. trying really hard to figure out how they did that, and it's a really great effect uh, the way they did it. And um, the, only, the only problem I had with this was when you're watching the video – and maybe it's different when you're there, but when you're watching the video, uh, you can see the screens come down to the water. And so you could see the separation of on some of the areas, screen to water or even at the top. Where I remember a lot of the you know screened attractions, uh, especially the Harry Potter attractions at Universal, a lot of that was sort of covered with rock work and, and things like that. So it, you almost didn't feel like you were looking at screens. And so to me, that took me a little bit out of the experience. Got it. Um, however, the rest of the experience, you're absolutely right. It was, I mean, it's stunning. <laughs> it's absolutely it's, stunning. It's just insane to me. It's like... Uh, uh, you, know, you got the Kraken sort of swimming above you and, and whatnot. It's just, wow. <laughs> the screen, I mean, giant, seamless screens. Yeah. It's a great addition to the Pirates uh, series of rides. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They did a good job. They plussed it there. Yeah, they did. Anything else in Shanghai? Um, it was a little tough because most of the rides are pretty similar to what we have out here already. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked the Buzz Lightyear Planet Rescue. Um, it felt like uh, the I don't know the, an the like the animations and the whole experience seemed a little bit more polished than what we have out here. Um, if I'm remembering the one that I watched, assuming it's this one, my notes are correct. <laughs> uh, like, like the targets were, were more animated and just things seemed a little bit more animated yeah. and more, uh, like I said, more polished. It's the only way I can put it. Uh, it felt like, okay, this is like the third iteration of, of Buzz Lightyear. We, we've kind of got it now and uh, they did a good job. I agree. Um, the only other one I really, I not really liked, but would like to see it or something like it come back to Disneyland is uh, oddly enough, the jetpacks. So the jetpacks is like a Dumbo ride, but it's over Tomorrowland and it's, it, it's high. It's like raised up very similar to what the rockets used to be like at Disneyland. And so maybe that's just me wanting them to put the rockets back up on top of the people mover building. So you're yeah. up high riding it. Somewhere, just like, yeah, just like magic kingdom. Right. Uh, right. I like having those up there and, you know, the Astro Orbiter, you know, it's, it is what it is, but having it so low, it's like, eh, it's not worth writing. It's in a very odd spot at Disneyland, too. Oh, it's in a I horrible mean, spot. <laughs> it's it's closer to 
the hub in the castle. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Man. I mean, it blocks three quarters of the entrance to Tomorrowland. It creates a bottleneck. It's it's a mess. They, uh, they should re- relocate that spinner. It's a mess. Um, yeah. There were, there were two others that I considered. Uh, one of them is actually Peter Pan's Flight. Their version looked like the best version I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, they had an extra scene where you visit a cave. They had better animatronics. They had more crisp projections and other tech involved. Um, obviously, this is all in Mandarin. So um, so when you're watching this, you, you don't really know what they're saying. Um, but uh, I'm just going to imagine that if it were in English, I would still love it more than some of the other versions it had a starry room just like disneyland's version um but it just looked better you know it's just everything was better about about shanghai's peter pan's flight so i would love that version at walt disney world or disneyland and then another one that i think some people would like but probably not me is the camp discovery challenge trails did you watch any of this i watched a little bit of it it looked okay um so this is like an adult ropes course. I was legitimately sweating watching this. Like some of it <laughs> looks scary. You're walking over rickety bridges. You are tethered, so you are safe. But um, it, you're still walking over like bridges and and high areas over waterfalls, and it just it's hardcore. Yeah. Like I think um I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Probably not me, but <laughs> some people would. <laughs> Yep, I agree. Okay, last park. Okay, where are we going? We're going to Hong Kong. Hong Kong. We're a long way from Kansas. We are. I only have two here, and I'm curious to hear what you have. Well, I'm sure the first one we have is probably the same. And this is probably so. Mystic Manor. Oh, man, is that the coolest? This looks like it could be probably my favorite ride in Disney anywhere. Right? Like, it is worth the trip to Hong Kong just to ride this attraction. Yeah. It's like the crown jewel attraction of Hong Kong Disneyland. It is. It's almost like the crown jewel of any Disneyland. I mean, it's, again, a trackless ride. Um, what I like is the manor outside. Like, it's, you know, it's 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 in the, in the theme of Haunted Mansion, right? It's very similar to that. Phantom Manor, Haunted Mansion. But the, the mansion itself, the building looks very different. It reminds me of like a Winchester house type feel as opposed to something that looks old and haunted and rickety. No, this is not supposed to. Yeah, it's not right. supposed to be haunted at all. Yeah. This is supposed to be, you know, pure like fantasy and it's lighthearted. It's great. Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's got a cute monkey that you follow around named Albert. I mean, come on, you can't get any better than that. Right? He's um, adorable. And I was surprised at how many rooms you go through. You go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rooms, uh, which is huge. And there's tons, I mean, tons of projections and um, uh, animatronic work. And it's just, it's spectacular. I, I'm, I'm kind of breathless talking about it. Just watching the video, <laughs> my jaw kind of hit the ground. I... If I were to visit there, I mean, I would probably just stay on that thing. I mean, I would just hop back in line and just do it over and over and over again because it just seems like something that you would see something new every single time you wrote it. Yep. 
So and yeah, go ahead. No, you first. Uh, I was going to say another thing that I love about this is the musical score was written by Danny Elfman. Yes. And I live for Danny Elfman. (laughs) Um, So, you know, in addition to all the visuals, you've got this musical score that's just pulling out your heart because it's so pretty. I'm glad you brought up the Danny Elfman thing. It's he's one of my favorites. Um, Same. If not my favorite sort of composer when it comes to attractions and uh, that kind of music. I mean, even when he was in, you know, uh, doing real, like, non orchestral music, great stuff. But um, him and, like, Michael Giacchino, those are the guys. That's it. Oh, but, I love uh, it. Yeah, Mystic Manor. That's the one. That's the one I want really, really bad, I think, out of anything. I, I at least want to write it. It's and it's fun. It's for the whole family. Yeah, it's a good it's, point. It's uh, you know, anyone can ride it. Grandma and the baby can ride it together. Yep, love it. Right. It's like the perfect Disney attraction. It, it is. It really is. And <laughs> why isn't it here? <laughs> <laughs> I know because it's. It would not be a dupe of any haunted mansion attraction. It's nothing like that. It would be. It's something entirely new, entirely unique, different storyline. Love it, love it, love it. And then I have one more here at Hong Kong Disneyland. And this looks like it would probably make me sick, but it looks so cool. And this is a big grizzly mountain runaway mine cars. Oh my God, I I have that one too. Yes. You do? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So this is, it's like a mix between Big Thunder Everest and the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you nailed it. Yes. Um. So it's like Country Bear themed because you're in that section of the park. the The coaster itself is more intense than Big Thunder because there are some forward and backward motions on this, but it's not. I don't think it's as intense as Everest. The drops don't look as big. It looks more family oriented, and it just looks really fun. And I and I love the track system there. I love um, that whole area. Just looks so cute. So yeah, I would love something like this stateside. I I can't really add any more to that. It just looks like good fun. I like the theming. It it, it again. It reminds me of like you said, like a Big Thunder Mountain mashup. It's I love that theming. It's it's sort of mine train old rock work. Um, it looks like fun. It'd be great to ride this with like the Seven Dwarves Mine Train car that that shifts side to side. I think that could be a lot. Oh man, yeah, those are fun. I had a blast on those. Um, yeah, it just looks like good fun, and it's good fun for the family, like you said. It, uh, yeah, it does. It looks really. It's cute, I think, and it looked long. It did look long. There was a moment where you go backwards uh, for a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. And then you switch back to forward and it was, uh, I mean, it's a nice long attraction. It's a good, you know, fun little coaster. It is. And we'll never see anything like this in the United States because we have the big Thunder mountains and they're not going to add something like this. I don't think, which is a shame, but, um, we have the, no, there's not really a place for it. There isn't, but, um, but I would love to experience that sometime. Big grizzly mountain. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Um, well, that's all I have for all the attractions that I want. You have any others? No, I don't. Most of the other things didn't, you know, woo me as much as those two. Um, 
there's some of the Toy Story stuff, uh, but you know we're getting some of that already, and you know some of the other stuff just again didn't really woo me. Um, yeah, a lot of people really like the RC Racers. Did you watch that? I did. I mean, it looks. That looks like it made me so sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like fun. I love. It's cute. Don't get me wrong. It's really cute. But it, this one here feels very like I don't know non Disney. It's like a Great America ride or a, you know something you'd find at a non Disney theme park where it kind of just goes up and back and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, one of those big ships. Except you're on a track. Yeah, you know what I mean? I hate those rides. And those make me mega sick. Yep. So that's not for me. Yep. But I think, I mean, that would be thrilling for some guests. And it it's another little crowd eater. Um, the, the Slinky Dog coasters are a lot more tame. They're just like circular dog chasing its tail in, in the different Toy Story areas. And they have, of course, the parachutes and... Like you said, we're getting a lot of those things in Toy Story Land stateside. Um, Crush's coaster that looked kind of cute to me. Um, it's it spins, but again, we have Nemo themed attractions, and that wouldn't. I don't think it's exponentially better than the than the you know slow movers, the dark rides that we have here. Yep, I agree completely. And and then there was just others that I was like that would all that would make me sick, <laughs> things that would things that would make me sick. I was like, ah, pass. <laughs> no wooing. You know, I was watching some videos. I mean, there's some neat little things. Like I don't know if you watch any of the videos on Gardens of Wonders. No, what's that? Um, it's like a walkthrough, and it's got like statues that have animations and projections on them. And uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Uh, it was like statues that did um, they were like relief statues that, that when you looked at them a certain way would present one picture but then when you walked up to them they were like you know four different statues that were far apart I mean it's kind of a neat little walk around experience nothing again nothing that woos but it's definitely different it's something you don't you haven't seen at other Disney parks um, it's like optical illusions. That's the word I'm talking about. Oh, that's fun. Like optical illusion statues. Like, for example, they have like this dragon where there's sort of, it's broken up in pieces as three separate statues that are one behind the next. And if you look at them in a certain way, at a certain angle, it looks like one big statue. But then when you walk up to it, you realize it's like three separate pieces. So they have like a little garden area that has a few of those things, um, which is kind of neat and unique. That is unique. I mean, totally something that I would want to experience, but, you know, don't have to pick that up and put it in one of our parks over <laughs> over on the mainland. <laughs> nope. Um, but, yeah, that was the only other thing that really stuck out to me. Uh, the other stuff just seemed like uh, a lot of the same sort of attractions that we have here. Yeah, it did. Um, but, boy, now I have a hankering to visit all of these. Oh, man. My, my kids can't move out of the house fast enough to where I can start to afford this stuff. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's what's on the top of your list after all this research and you're like, okay, this is the one I've got to visit first? Uh, Tokyo Disney Seas. I really want to go there. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just looks I mean, beautiful. A lot of these other overseas parks, it's one single park. So you get you know more bang for your buck if you're going to Tokyo because you get Disney Sea and, and Tokyo Disneyland. Yep, and then just um, just go visit Tokyo and that surrounding right. area, you know. And Disney Sea, I mean, 
it's probably the prettiest park I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, from from photos and videos, I'm just amazed at how gorgeous it is and all the detail and um, just the whole idea of that. So many of the attractions that they have there only work there. Like they, I say I want them here, but there's not really a place for them. It doesn't work here. I mean, where can I put Journey to the Center of the Earth? Nowhere around here. Nowhere. You need to build. <laughs> you, mean, you need to build around an attraction like that, right? That's like yeah. the centerpiece, yeah. Like that, it needs it needed uh, Tokyo Disney Sea to make sense. So yeah, I'm just gonna have to go to that one. Yep. <laughs> when you and go, then take Shanghai, me with, take I me would with love you. to go. There. Oh yeah. Um, I would love to go to all these, but of course, anything that's brand new, it's like I'm ooh, it's new and shiny and big. <laughs> I want to see it. Always. I want to see that giant castle. I want to see the dragon under the castle. Oh, right. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at stbarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.